0: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I mentioned this man uh, yesterday morning. Uh, we had read over the weekend that he was unwell. We had read in, I think, Cork Bio. I read it first, and it was in the examiner too. We had read that he was very ill, in fact, that he did not one, but two heart attacks, and that in his own words, he, he feared for his life. He felt the end of days might be near. Um but he joins me now from his bed in in Bantry hospital Ian Bailey good morning good morning um i think i'm on 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 the improve now
1: a week ago on sunday i had a a very strange pain across my chest and it was quite intense and what it was was a heart a heart attack and i had one of those on the sunday and then i had another one on the monday fortunately got through to my my doctor uh, explained what was happening and they got me into Bantry hospital and said well you better go in and um i came in and i, I must say this actually pj and uh, Everybody at Bantry Hospital, they have been great. The staff have been wonderful. The nurses, the doctors, they move very, very quickly.
0: You were moved to CUH, were you? I, they,
1: they moved me up there for one day for tests, um, but then brought me back down. And at the moment, what is going on is the medical team are fathoming out a a routine of treatment
0: ok have you had heart trouble in the past?
1: no no never quite amazingly because as you know and quite a lot of other people know my my, my life is far from ordinary mm-hmm. um, you know I've been subjected to various challenges and people have always said to me I don't know how you keep doing it Ian how, how, how do you handle it? And i i never know myself really how I handled it, and I guess things you know are going to take their toll.
0: You lost your home as well, recently. Are you near to lose your home? Have you lost it?
1: Well, yeah. You know, my my long term apartment, yours, bless her, decided that our, our journey was over. So I had to find somewhere else, and I did, and. um, and 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 now again, I'm facing eviction from that because the landlord wants to develop the the, the property. Um, so that doesn't help either. So where are you
0: living right now? Uh, well, I'm am living near Boundary. Okay. I'm selling your wares and your poems there in the in the market. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I I
1: will, I will hopefully go back to that. I mean, I'm I'm going to take it easy now um and i've i've just recently produced um a, a three part podcast my own story my own words quite a a labour of love
0: mm-hmm. were you frightened at the la- in the past week that, that this might be curtains
1: well um you, you know, when you, when you've not experienced something before yeah, the, 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 there's obviously an element of, of um, you know, fear, <coughs> but um, the secret is to rise above that. And as, as said, I said, I cannot praise enough the, the staff and uh, the nurses and doctors at Bantry Hospital. They've been absolutely superb.
0: We know them well by, by reputation. But to, to hear them endorse so strongly, I'm sure they'd be pleased to hear it, Ian. If it had been worse news over the, la- you know, if you, if you hadn't improved and if you had continued to go downhill, I know that you were very worried that the end might come still without you having proven your innocence.
1: Yeah, well, I mean that's always been, uh, you know, as, as as I think everybody is aware um i wrote to drew harris the Commissioner of angada shikana as a clean pair of hands on this this case uh, and that was over two years ago i think and i think he he sanctioned the cold case review which is ongoing as i understand it i've had no contact with them i made it clear from the beginning any assistance i could give i would give and I'm hoping that you know somebody will acknowledge the fact it wasn't wasn't me that, that murdered this poor poor French lady.
0: You've maintained your innocence from day one. You and I have spoken many many times. You've you've always insisted you didn't do it. The question is, Ian. Mm that it comes to me. You you yourself are an investigative journalist by profession. That was the first job you ever did. Do you know, if you didn't do it, do you know who did?
1: What what I did with episode three of my podcast, which is called Ian Bailey in his own words Mm -hmm. and is widely available, I finished the episode three by going through a few scenarios because over the years people have said to me, well, who do you think did do it? And I, without going into too much detail and without naming names
0: necessarily. Oh, of course, absolutely. Do you have one individual in particular that you believe it was?
1: I'm beginning because now there's a cold, an independent cold case review that's being conducted by an Irish uh, television company, and employed forensic experts from America, uh, the UK, to go through every piece of evidence. Hmm. And there's an indication that it could be a person still alive who was responsible. I don't want to say too much more. Okay, okay there is um, a strong suggestion of, of a person who it may be. And that person is in Ireland, is Irish, is still alive. Now, whether it is them or not, I do not
0: know. How much would it mean to you, Ian, after all these years, if Drew Harris or any other member, senior member of Angarda, O'Connor were to turn around to you after nearly God it's nearly 30 years now and say Mr. Bailey we were wrong and we're sorry do you believe that will ever happen
1: um I would like to think it would uh, whether it will or not only time will tell I mean you I know mean, I'm not, I'm not the only victim of this my ex-partner indeed Jules you know she's suffered greatly. And as did the community of West Cork, you know, it's it's still a very dark stain on the otherwise good name of Angada Shirkana.
0: And on the area, on that beautiful area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do you ever think of Sophie's family, and you you, you say you want the answer, Well, I'm very, very
1: sympathetic to them. Um, The thing about Sophie's family was they were assured very early on in the investigation. Um, The Irish police knew who had murdered her and that person was me. So they bought a false narrative and I can understand that, you know, their point of view.
0: And of course, their own legal system in France added to that in 2019 by convicting you.
1: Well, the, th- the thing about French law is basically, if you're accused of a crime, you're guilty. It's quite the opposite of our it common is, yeah. law.
0: Yeah. Your solicitor, Mr. Bottomer, has explained that to me more than once, I may tell you. But I felt I had to ask you the question anyway. That hangs over you too, I suspect, Ian, that you have this conviction. Yes, in another legal system. Yes, in a legal system completely different to ours. But you still have this conviction hanging over you.
1: I, I do, yeah. And, you know, it's not a nice thing. No, Nobody would want that. And, and look, my my, my hope and prayer has always been that the truth would come out. My hope and prayer is that before I'm dead and gone, the truth will come out. And the truth is that I have nothing to do
0: with this terrible crime. I was about to ask you that to finish. You are on the mend. You did get a fright. It's your earnest hope that you do one day before you go to meet your maker. Um, later rather than sooner, that you go mm. to meet your maker as a man cleared of suspicion. That would be your dream, wouldn't
1: it? It would go a long way to putting a weird smile on my face, I can tell you.
0: We've spoken many times over the years. I wish you well in your recovery to full health, and I'll leave it there with you. Thank you, Ian. Good
1: evening, and thank you very much. slan Slantamil, Ian Bailey